Welcome back to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, hosting Afternoons on Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP in Mobile, Alabama, covering the South Alabama Jaguars, and prior to that, hosting Mornings on 103.7 The Game in Lafayette, Louisiana, covering the Ragin' Cajuns. Today's episode of Locked On Sunbelt is brought to you by Underdog. Sign up on underdogfantasy.com with the promo code LOCKEDON and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. All right, on today's episode, we will hear from Arkansas State head basketball coach Mike Bellotto about his upcoming season with the Red Wolves. Before that, we will preview the South Alabama-Texas State ball game with Colton McWilliams from the San Marcos Daily a Record. He hopped on my radio show in Mobile earlier in the week. And uh, let's preview the Jags and the Bobcats right now on Locked On Sunbelt. Do not offer. Coming soon, and I know our next guest is waiting uh, for such. Probably he, he's looking like in his avatar on Twitter, uh, he's an EQE sedan kind of guy. He's Colton McWilliams from the San Marcos Daily a Record. He's on to talk some Bobcats or come to Mobile. Uh, to take on the uh, South Alabama Jaguars. Is that what you're waiting for? Is, are you hoping for an EQE sedan for Christmas there, Colton? <laughs> uh, I'm kind of a truck guy, but, you know, ah. uh, it's, it, it's whatever. Like, I'm just happy to get whatever vehicle I can take at this moment. Got it. Well, they got an EQE SUV, so that may uh, they may settle your... Uh... Uh, your truck uh, issues. Uh, all right, what's going on uh, with these Bobcats? They just have not uh, come back from that great victory over App State. They were blowing them out right as the third quarter got underway, and they had a tough game against Troy, uh, and they blew one last week against ULM. What is going on with the Texas State Bobcats? And, by the way, thanks very much for joining us. Oh, very welcome. You know, I'm very happy to come on your show to talk about talk some Texas State football. But, yeah, it's if you really want to look at the issues why Texas State's been in this, like, three-game skid, it all comes around to the offense. I mean, the defense has been playing really phenomenal. I think for the last two games, no, three games, they forced, like, more than two turnovers. I mean, they had four turnovers against ULM and then another four turnovers against Southern Miss. The only problem is the offenses cannot capitalize on like on these turnovers. They couldn't score any points off those turnovers against Southern Miss, and they didn't even score any, and only scored ten points against ULM off four turnovers. Uh, and then what happens last? Well, what did uh, what did the head coach say about this past week? You know, having that ULM game, I don't know, two, three, four times in hand, and you know, ULM kept on giving it back to them, and the Bobcats just could not take it. Up twenty-one, nothing. They went for it on fourth down, uh, down 31-30 with about, uh, about a, I don't know, a minute and a half left. And then they didn't get that, but ULM, you know, fumbled it right back to them, uh, and they end up missing a 38-yard 30-yard field goal. Yeah, I mean, what an insane, like, a sequence insane. of events. I mean, yes. I thought, personally, I thought the game was over when, you know, they got stopped on fourth down, and then magically they get the ball back. And then, unfortunately, their kicker just misses, you know. And that's the crazy thing. Seth Keller's been the most accurate kicker like in Texas State program his, history, if I remember correctly. Like he's a guy that you can sit on the field like he's gonna make it like ninety five percent of the time. And yet here's this five percent and he like this is it wide ride. I mean it's you almost can't explain like what's going on, but like they the way I view it is like they're just in a rut that they just cannot get themselves out of. 
And then, and we're talking to Colton McWilliams from San Marcos, and we forgot the Southern Miss ball game. I mean, you're talking that ULM game was insane, but so was the Southern Miss ball game. Uh, Texas State is down 13 to seven with two minutes left to go in the game. They throw for a 74-yard uh, pass. Lane Hatcher finds Ashton Hawkins touchdown, uh, and it's 14-13 Texas State. But, hey, Southern Miss still has a minute 17 to go, and uh, they uh, connect on a huge, what was it, a 53-yard pass, Zach Wilkie to Chandler Pittman. I mean, there have been some gut-punching losses for Texas State lately. Yeah, here's the crazy thing about that Southern Miss game. I had to go look, look back at the stats, like how crazy that play was. The leading wide receiver for Southern Miss that game was the one person who caught who caught the pass to give Southern Miss the game, and that was his only catch of the game. That is how wild these losses have been for Texas State. And I was on the field, and you could feel like the energy when uh, Ashton Hawkins like crosses the end zone. You thought, you know, the game's over. And then it it's almost fascinating to see like how these losses just pile up for Texas State. They and it's and like I said, I just just watching it, it just seems like they're just in a rut, and and they can't seem themselves to just dig out of this rut. They just like find different ways to kind of lose ball games, and it feels like it's so frustrating to watch, watch this team because it's obvious this team is playing very hard, and it and the defense is playing excellent, and it's just, I mean, you almost can't explain like how these losses just keep happening. Uh, talking to Colton McWilliams uh, from San, uh, San Marcos, Bobcats coming in from Texas State to take on uh, South Alabama. All right, what is the strength of the, the defense? Because lately, Southern Miss, or Southern Miss, uh, South Alabama has been able to uh, run the ball down people's throats, both Arkansas State uh, and uh, Georgia Southern, especially well at the end of the game. Uh, well, if you have to take one look at what the strength is on this defense, it's definitely that front seven. I, it's they've been. It's the reason why they get so many turnovers and get so many sacks. Uh, right now, if you have to look at someone on the defensive line, you have to look at Levi Bell. Uh, he's him and his brother. They're transfers coming over from Louisiana Tech. They've been pretty disruptive. Uh, Levi Bell currently at 51 ta- tackles, but he also has five sacks. Another person on that defensive line is Nico Ezebor. He's pretty uh, up there in tackles with 29, uh, with 29 along with two sacks. I mean, it's, if you want to look at a strength, definitely look at the defensive line. They've been kind of been the key, uh, I wouldn't say the key, kind of the glue that holds that defense together. All right, what about offensively? Um, they seem to be a little in, inconsistent. They put up some points uh, when the uh, – it feels like they match the other team, whatever they're doing. Like against Troy, uh, Troy doesn't score, so they put up 14 points. I know Troy's got a good defense. Southern Miss got a good defense, but that was, you know, like a one-score game most of the time. And then they put up a lot of points against F State because F State could put up a lot of points. Uh, and then uh, last week they put up a lot of points uh, but couldn't finish it off against ULM. Yeah, and I think the offensive woes are going to continue because we found out this week that Ashton Hawkins, the leading wide receiver, he's currently out for the season with a broken collarbone. Uh, if you were watching that uh, ULM game, you saw he went down really hard after that time return, and turns out he broke his collarbone, and like he's not going to be back. Uh, 
there's a chance Marcel Bobby might actually not be back for this game. He's dealing with a hamstring injury, and then Jevin Banks, uh, the kind of their secondary wide receiver, he's been dealing with some injuries. So that, if you look at the stat sheet, that's three of their top wide receivers that could potentially miss the South Alabama game. Um, with this offense, I, it's there's a lot of worrying signs, especially like you know, I'm not totally worried about Lane Hatcher. I think Lane Hatcher's been doing perfectly fine. And Lincoln Perry has been really stepping up for this Bobcat offense, especially with Calvin Hill, who turns out he's going to be out for the season with a broken thumb. Mm-hmm. And so they're really going to have to lean on Lincoln Perry to get that run game going. And offensively, uh, you're probably going to have to look at someone like Julian Ortega-Jones. He really stepped up last week against UIL. But, like, I have a lot of questions about how this offense is going to function with especially with so many guys being injured. We're talking to Colton McWilliams with the San Marcos uh, Daily Record. All right, it doesn't feel like you have a whole lot of confidence in the Bobcats coming into South Alabama and competing with the Jags. I mean, I I honestly think it's going to be a really close game. I mean, Texas State, you know, despite these three losses, and you can even look App State in this uh, grouping, uh, they've all been really competitive. I think that's what this game's going to be. I think the defense is going to keep uh, Texas State in the game for the majority of the game. But when you look at all offensively, like, it's whether if you, it's kind of if you believe, like, are they going to finally get over the hump? In the past three games, they, they just really haven't shown like they can get over the hump. And it's really scary to look, especially with Spab at all. I mean, the talk around is that he needs to get the six wins. I think. If he wants to stay at Texas State uh, further, he needs to get that sixth win. And, like, he's running out of opportunities, and it just comes at a really bad time because South Alabama's playing really good. But really, in the end, I really think, like, this game's going to be very competitive. I think it's probably going to be, like, a one-score game because that's how all these games turn out to be, and it's going to be based on the strength of that Texas State defense. Yeah, if they can slow down, they got to slow down LaDainian Webb. And uh, and go from there. If you can't, you know, I mean, again, just to let uh, you know, Colton, uh, Arkansas against Arkansas State, the final South Alabama drive was 11 plays, all running plays, plays to Ladanian Webb, and out of the 15, out of the 20 plays that they ran in the fourth quarter, 15 of them went to Ladanian Webb uh, against Georgia Southern. They did have one big screen uh, swing pass to Amari Wells to uh, seal uh, seal the ball game. All right, Colton McWilliams. From the San Marcos a Daily a Record, what what have you been writing about this week if South Alabama fans want to find out about Texas State? Uh, so this week we talk, we talked to Coach uh, uh, Coach Babadol this week, kind of answering, you know, he's having to answer a lot of tough questions this week. Uh, we're just starting basketball season. Uh, our, women just, our women's team came out with a big win to start the season, and our men's basketball team, they're coming back home after a road trip up to Pullman, Washington, to go play those Washington State Cougars. Um, and, yeah, we just completed signing day. Uh, we know the soccer team, softball, uh, basketball, baseball, almost everyone. At, seems like everyone's got a re- good recruiting class. So very exciting times for almost everyone besides football, unfortunately. Uh, he is uh, Colton McWilliams. From the San Marcos Daily uh, Record. Really appreciate your time, Colton. Thank you so much for hopping on. Uh, uh, you're very welcome. Glad to help on to your show and be able to talk a little, little Texas State Bobcat football with y'all.
All right, thanks very much to Colton McWilliams for the San Marcos Daily Record for hopping on Locked On Sunbelt. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back. We'll talk with Arkansas State head basketball coach Mike Bellato and what he expects from his Red Wolves this season. You're listening to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. This episode of Locked On Sunbelt is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to spice up the college football season. It's incredibly easy to get started and easy to play while you're watching college football all day long. This week seems a little bit easy. USC taking on Colorado. I'm going to take Caleb Williams higher than 312 and a half passing yards. I will also take Josh Williams higher than 62 and a half rushing yards. Him and LSU are taking on Arkansas early Saturday morning, 11 a.m. local kickoff time. You can go to Underdog to make your own picks just like I did. It's easy to play and available in over 30 states. Just pick between two and five players across any team, not just your favorite team, and decide if they'll finish higher or lower. It's one of the easiest fantasy games to play out there, and you can win cold hard cash in a single game. Sign up with the promo code LOCKEDON, all one word, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit $100 and get $100 free. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store or Google Play Store. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code Locked On. one word. Get in on the college football pick'em action today. Dave Schultz back at Sunbelt Media Day's basketball version. We're here with Mike Bellato, the head coach of Arkansas State. Why don't you recap last season, coach, and tell us about this coming season. Well, last year I was really excited about the way we finished and obviously wanted to win in the conference tournament. But finishing 18-11 and 11, um, and, and going – at towards the end of the, of the year strong it was exciting for our team it was a growth part for us in year five um, and we want to continue to build on that coming into this season all right who do you got to replace and how do you replace him yeah so north shadow is the biggest uh hole that we got to fill he was a sunbelt player of the year last year has moved on and then you know we lost three starters so uh, but we've replaced them with guys that have a lot of experience um and and we took a different route we didn't just go freshman or portal we kind of went everywhere junior college portal and freshmen as well. So a lot of new faces, um, but we're able to play this summer in the Dominican Republic, which was a big help for us. And uh, they're getting it. And every day we're getting better. And I'm excited to, to start games in November. Coaches tend not to be the most patient of all people, but you're, you're replacing guys with a lot of experience. How long does it take uh, normally for you know you to figure out the strengths and weaknesses of the guys as as you know the season progresses yeah i'm a little bit ahead uh because we're able to play outside competition in august usually you got to wait till november or scrimmage in october we're able to see our guys play against somebody else other than themselves in practice so i have a little bit of a cheat sheet um, but there's still guys that are getting better every day, guys doing different things they weren't doing a month ago. So, and it, the most exciting thing for me is who to play together, you know, who complements each other um, and in practice every day. That's the hardest thing for me is to, to make teams in practice to see what guys play and gel. And I'm looking forward to it. we got a scrimmage coming up and then uh, season's right around the corner. So, you know, it, it takes a while, uh, especially with seven new guys. Uh, but I think we're a little bit ahead of the curve because we're able to play this summer. So with all the additions of the Sun Belt, a lot of good rivalries, especially in the East, and then Southern Miss joined, so that helps out Troy, um, South Alabama, and UL. You you actually lost a rival uh, in Little Rock. How how do you who, who's the new rival for Arkansas State? 
<laughs> That's a great question. I think when you look at the Sunbelt Conference, anytime the ball is tipped and you're playing against another Sunbelt opponent, you got to look at it as a rival. Such a good league, such good parity, such good coaches and players. Um, you know, for us, I think the closest opponent now is Monroe. Um, but again, you go down there and play, it's, it's always tough. So for us, uh, it's not so much who our rival is, it's who we're playing that night, and that, that's who we make our rival for the next 24 hours. Uh, Sunbell has done a good job getting uh, multiple teams in the baseball uh, tournament. We got some guy, you know, JMU was just rated uh, 25th in football. South Alabama's got some votes, and you may get a couple of teams with some rankings in the top 25. How do we get more te- more than just the automatic berth in the tournament into the into the NCAA basketball tournament. I guess that's a long way of saying how do we get, you know, how does the Sun Belt become more than a one-bid league? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, we, we've mulled over that, talked over that over the last three or four years. I think it starts with scheduling, you know, having a good non-conference schedule, winning games outside of your conference. Uh, and then the conference, when you're playing for those two months, um, you know, who can separate themselves in February? I think when you can do that and, and show consistently that you can win games, tough ones, especially in your league, that, that's so even top to bottom, um, it'll give us a chance to get another team in, you know, and, and then just got to win big games. You know, you got to have consistent years of, of success. And once you do that, um, you open up the eyes of the committee because I do believe that this league can can be a league that can get two teams in and be successful in the tournament, not just getting there. Uh, and that's something we're looking forward to doing. And, and it starts with scheduling. All right, let's take a time out. We'll be back with more of our conversation with Arkansas State head basketball coach Mike Mulatto after this. You're listening to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report a third year in a row. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com forward slash locked on college. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com forward slash locked on college. There's no safe like Simply Safe. We're talking to Mike Bellotto, the head coach of Arkansas State, Sunbelt Media Days on Locked On, Sunbelt, your conference every day. How do you go about scheduling? Well, it's, it's, it's not a perfect science, right? It's like a Rubik's Cube. One day you come in and you, you can figure it out. Next day you, it takes you a while. So I think that the number one thing for us is trying to get as many home games as possible outside of conference play. You know, this year we're able to have 18 uh, home games, nine in the non-conference. Uh, it's never been done before in school history. I think that's a start as many times as you can play in your home court uh, because you obviously have a more of an advantage. Um, makes your record better, hopefully, and then your fans can watch you play. You build more excitement. Uh, so the more people you get, the more chances you have to win. The more you win, the more you, eyes you open up. And then getting in the league uh, and winning your home games and winning on the road. I mean, it's just it's something that uh, when you look at scheduling, how can you make it as strong as possible? Uh, and then how can you make it as competitive as possible to open up the eyes of 
committee or outside people and then win those games. And, and when you do that, you have an opportunity to maybe get another team in, which is what our ultimate goal is. All right, so you've scheduled LSU. You're on the road to LSU. Does LSU call you? How, how does that happen? Because then we're going to talk about how it's an odd, I'm sure both of you are dealing with the same politics in state, but you're able to do LSU out of state. So how do, how do you go about getting the Tigers on your schedule? Wow, well, I know Coach McMahon really well. Um, big fan of him. And usually you, the, you look at what days people have open and then and you call them and you're hopefully they, they can they can they say yes. You know, sometimes it's been hard for us to get games in the past. Uh, we have won some games, uh, quote unquote, what they're called guarantee games. Um, so LSU is paying us. But, you know, three years ago we beat Colorado State on the road and Tulsa. So when you get when that happens, it gets, gets a little bit more difficult. But at the same time, it's through relationships and dates that fit. I think that's the biggest thing. And then style of play. I love the, the way Coach McMahon plays and, and up and down style, same way we play. So it'll be a good test for us against some really good competition and give us, see where we stand early in the season. So somehow South Alabama has managed to get home and homes with Auburn, right? Bruce Pearl brought in his crew, escaped with a victory. Isaac Okoro had to have like a two offensive rebounds to get the Tigers to victory. And Alabama is actually coming in after they uh, visited Tuscaloosa. LSU won't play the Louisiana Raging Cajuns for whatever reason, at least in basketball. They do it in softball now and they do it in baseball. Is that what you're dealing with in, in Arkansas? Is there any way to play the Razorbacks? And, and God forbid a home and home with the Razorbacks. I think a home and home is way out of the question right now. Um, I would love to play them. You know, even two, two for one. Yeah, two for one. I, I, look, I have a lot of respect for for University of Arkansas and Fayetteville. I think they're very good. Um, uh, Eric Musselman is a phenomenal coach. Done a great job recruiting. And you know, if we can get a game. Uh, I think we've discussed it in the past. It's been close. Just hasn't worked out. But hopefully, in the future, is something that we will be able to do. Um, to open up some more doors again in the state. It's never been done before. Um, so uh, it's something that we want to do in the regular season that we can get out there and play against each other and, and compete. You've brought Caleb Fields with you. Tell us about Caleb. Uh, one of my favorite young men I've ever coached. Uh, highly intelligent, uh, comes from a great family, um, has been our leader for the last three years, has basically started every game for me since he's walked through the door. Um, you know, he's, he's one of the best mentors that you can have uh, as being a teammate. Uh, also, as a point guard, you can't feel more comfortable than having a kid that has the ball 90% of the time in his hands and you feel really comfortable with what he does. And, you know, he's, he's grown up a lot over the last three years, continued to grow, and uh, he, he was voted unanimously by the coaches and players as our team captain. So that tells you right there what kind of young man he is. All right, I'd be remiss. My nephew would never uh, let me hear the end of it. I, you know, we won't ask you about the more salacious issues at, at yeah. Louisville, but what, what did, else did you learn from, from coaching in the ACC and taking it, uh, you know, to Arkansas State? I, I would say, you, you know, Louisville, Kentucky is one of the most best places to live. Um, my time at Louisville was phenomenal in the four years I was there. We were very successful. Obviously, I worked under uh, arguably the best coach uh, to, to ever coach uh, in college basketball, and uh, Rick Patino, and he molded us to become better people, players as well, but better coaches, and pushed us every day. And I love that place. Uh, I'm a cardinal for, for life because uh, my kids grew up there. Um, we're successful there. I was able to coach really good players and Donovan Mitchell, Terry Rozier, Montrez Harrell, Peyton Siva, Russ Smith. I can go on and on and on. Um, Luke Hancock. And it, it was a great experience and it taught me a lot for the position I'm in now. And, you know, they continue to go back and visit. And I always root for the Cardinals and Kenny Payne and hope they do a great job and, and very successful this year. All right, Mike Bellato, Arkansas State, Locked on Sunbelt, your conference every day. Thanks, Coach. Thank, thank you. Appreciate it.
All right, thanks very much for listening to Locked On Sunbelt. Thanks to Mike Bellato, head coach of Arkansas State Basketball, and to Colton McWilliams uh, for talking Texas State Bobcats football from the San Marcos Daily Record. We will recap week 11 when we come back on Monday. Please, everybody have a sensational, fun, and safe weekend. Thank you very much for listening. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, and again, you have been listening to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day.